an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk with me, John Santos, and we have a special guest. I am very excited. We have a powerhouse <laughs> for today's episode. Why? Why, you may ask? She is a copywriter, but not just a copywriter. This is, in my perspective, an A-level you know, top dog copywriter. She, you will discover why I say so. <laughs> a best-selling author. Guys, best-selling author. That says it all. <laughs> a marketing consultant. Guys, 15 years of experience in relationship selling and, you know, online marketing. Wow. That's it. Wow. Our very own special guest, not to mention she is very beautiful and humble. I love her smile. <laughs> you see how you see how I raise the bar? <laughs> Let's all welcome, guys, our very own, our very get, our very special guest for today's episode, Licia Morelli. Welcome to the show. Well, Jan, after that introduction, I don't know where we go. I'm just like <laughs> thrilled out of my mind. Thank you so much. You have made the start to my week that much better. <laughs> yes, no, but that's that's uh, that's you know, in all honesty, I am really amazed. You know, your. 15 years, your experience, wow. And I'm sure, you know, there's ups, downs, there's like, you know, struggles, and obviously there's victories, but 15 years. Now, having said that, I am excited to know, Licia, who influenced you or what influenced you to be in this position you are right now, because you are such an inspiration and I'm excited. I know our viewers and listeners are excited to know your story. So the floor is yours. Share your story, Alicia. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. First of all, I'm super excited to be chatting with you today. And I love just the, the vibe of it already because it's it feels so fun. So, um, so I'll start off by talking about my start, which was writing jokes on Twitter. So this is a story that I tell about in back in 2008 2009 when twitter just it was very beta still it was still getting its legs it wasn't what it is today by any means and there was a lot of writers and tech people on twitter and there was this community of writers that i would write with and we would write jokes all day so essentially i was writing headlines subject lines all of it all day well, throw in a contest, this, this guy, I don't even remember his name now, but he had this now defunct website called Favored. So every time you got a star on Twitter, you got a vote. And if you got three stars, you got on Favored. And then there was a leaderboard. So then it was a bunch of writers writing jokes, competing to be on the leaderboard of Favored. So if people liked it, they started, it was great. So I spent my days, not getting paid writing jokes on Twitter. And wow. it was the best. <laughs> what, what a way to start. You know how I raised the bar and then yeah. start with this story? Not getting paid, 
but you know you have the opportunity to write jokes on twitter and and later i w- i will ask i will demand a sample of those jokes <laughs> oh god okay well I'll, your editor will i'll have to pause and get my book that i got published in <laughs> so my the funny story about this is i would spend all this time writing jokes on twitter not getting paid doing all this thing and my mom would call me and she would say geez, Licia, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could get paid on the internet? Like you could get paid to do this stuff? And I was like, yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) I had no idea. Like at that point, I had no idea because we have to remember what 2008 was like. It was still the beginnings Mm -hmm. of things. Like there were sure there were people that already had hopped on the bus and were like, full throttle selling things on the internet. But I even like started a, 2012 and you were yeah. you were already 2008 doing stuff there. Like, wow, okay. Right. Fumbling <laughs> my way through these jokes, right? So it just became where I was writing more and more and I was thinking about writing more and essentially it was a type of copywriting. I had always had a sales background. So in my early career, I worked in retail and then I, I worked as, um, after my joke writing stint, I started working as a, a salesperson for a stroller company. And this stroller company was like hugely irre- irreverent. Like it, it was fun, it was funny. It was like a copywriter's dream. So my role was essentially to sell through email at the stroller company and to be a little irreverent about it. It was like the perfect storm of more practice as a copywriter. So there I was with this background in sales, selling through email, but yet again, still there was no name for it for me yet. Like I still didn't understand what exactly I was doing and how that would inform my career. So after that, I was like, well, gosh, if I can sell strollers through email using my personality, maybe I could sell other things. And something I was really good at was tarot readings and psychic stuff. I loved crystals. I loved the moon. I loved all the woo-woo, right? And I was like, maybe I could start a side business as a, as a psychic, as a tarot reader, right? If I can sell strollers, I can certainly sell this stuff. So... I started a business and it was called Two Cups Tarot, Jan. It was little, (laughs) it was like this little business. I had a little Facebook page. Now, to refresh everybody's memory, in 2008, I had 600 followers on Twitter and I had made it. I had made it. That was like so many people at the time. Sure, I had friends that were you know, they were definitely a lot more, maybe they had 1200 people following them, but I was like in it to win it. So when I started my Two Cups Tarot Facebook page, I had like a hundred people that liked it and it was jamming. I was like, this is great, a hundred people. And so what I would do is I would do these little tarot readings on, I should also mention to your audience, I am retired. I don't do this anymore. The business is closed. Please do not contact me. They're going to be sending us messages. No, (laughs) no. So I start this little page and I remember I did this free session and somebody emailed me or direct messaged me and said, could I have a tarot reading? 
And I was like, what? Somebody's going to hire me from the internet. And voila, I started making money on the internet. And then I realized, okay, this, all of this stuff is starting to inform itself. I know that I can sell through emails. I know that I can sell through, you know, the internet, social media. I know that I have practiced a lot of subject lines and headlines and I can get people's attention. So this became the beginnings of my copywriting career all through these three years that I was doing this. Again, I still didn't really know what it was like. I was still in the sales mode. So I wasn't, it wasn't like, it was like, I'm a copywriter. It was like, I'm a salesperson who writes. And so that really became a strength. All that to say, my jokes on Twitter did pay off because I was able to get published in my first publication. So a, a guy took all the jokes that he liked on Twitter and made it a compilation. Wow. And I got, that was my first publication. So at that point I knew, okay, the writing is doing something. I am doing something. But you also, let's also, dear, dear listeners, Remember, I have no strategy. I have no call to actions. I am fumbling my way in the dark. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that it's working to some extent. So that's really how I got my start as a copywriter and learning how to write through and sell through emails. It was through happy accidents. It was through these really funny, wacky things I was doing and it was working. Wow. Well, I relate. You know, back in those days, we would we would play around of recording because we are, you know, in, in fine arts, we have this camera and stuff we're playing. And and fast forward, when we look back, it's like, oh, those, those, the things that we do, that was actually podcast. But, you know, it, we don't know back then. Although there, you know, it, it's, it's, it's already there, but it's not like massively consumed and popular as it is right now. So I agree and I feel you with that. Now, having said that, and you know, it's like polar opposites. <laughs> you, <laughs> you today, and, and that story was like, what? What is she saying? <laughs> All right, okay. Well, that, that's good. That's good. Um, let's talk about um, first, first, let's let's give an introduction or before we dig into the topic. Can you give me some uh basic insights of what copywriting is and how it connects to business as just for an introduction then we dive into how does copywriting you know contribute for business success to achieve that business success yeah so copywriting i feel is the engine that makes your business go online it is it is the thing that drives the bus, right? So what it does is it conveys who you are, what you do and how you do it to the audience that finds you online. We have so many ways to get found online, right? We can do podcasts, we have our websites, we have you know all sorts of things that we do. But what happens is, is that copy in your business really helps your audience connect to you. When they're reading something that you've written as part of your copy to explain what you do, how you do it, and why you do it well, 
they're sitting there, jaw dropped, mouth open, nodding their head, saying to themselves, I have found the answer to what I have been looking for. And that is the role of copy. So then you pair that with great design and great video and great, I mean, then, the, then you're really rocking and rolling. But the very first thing online anywhere is people are going to read about you. But here's the thing, copy extends so much further than just our websites. It extends to our direct messages that we're becoming friends with in our DMs. Like, Jan, you and I direct message to get us here. Yeah. That's all copy, right? We have mm-hmm. to remember that's copywriting. You are talking to somebody over words, not on the phone, not, on, not in a video. You're talking with words. So we have to remember that it extends everywhere online. It is a key component to making a business. If you don't have copy and you don't have something for your, your fans and followers to read and future clients to understand who you are, what you are and how you do it, then all is lost because the copy is the thing that's gonna grab that person. It's gonna grab them in emotional ways and it's gonna help them stay on your pages and connect with you, sign up for your newsletter and keep learning. Wow. Those are the, the, the answers that you get from uh, top players, you know, top dogs <laughs> like you. You know, one word, boom, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could do that in my regular life. <laughs> now, um, with that, with that said, um, and I totally agree, with that, um, how do you think it contributes for success, for business success? Because you gave us an insight of what copywriting is, you know, its role, how it collaborates, partner with visuals, you know, with videos and and, and design. But copywriting, how does it contribute for business success? And this particular question goes to our viewers, our listeners that are in the entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a service base provider or a product business, copy is going to be the thing that identifies whether or not somebody wants to buy your product or buy your service. There are so many people on the internet, right? Selling so many things. So copy is going to be the thing that sets you apart from the masses so that people who are your ideal customer can find you and say, this is who I wanna learn from. This is the product I wanna buy. This is the deodorant for me, right? Think about the deodorants. You go and there's like a hundred million deodorants. I love my deodorant, Jan. And it is the quirkiest, funniest copy. And I buy it because I love it, but also because I love the personality of the brand. They're doing something different, right? Right, It stands out in the marketplace. So that drives sales. When you can stand out in the marketplace with great copy and copy that is really in tune with who you are and your voice in the world, it will drive sales and it will help your customers connect with you much faster than if you have copy that is not really representative of who you are in the world and your brand voice. Ooh, mm. <laughs> knowledge bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I have a follow-up question though, um, Lisia. Um, um, 
in, in in this generation and you know we're, we're really moving fast a lot of things were not you know present back then advertising is very different the way we sell the way the way we promote businesses from traditional to you know online and imagine where we are going what do you think and i know this is not in the the points that was given to you but this is just me yeah where do you think copywriting will be maybe what oof, 10 years from now I feel like copywriting is really having a moment right now. I think the copywriters are really getting recognized for the work that we do. The, let's be honest, salespeople get paid a lot of money because they drive business. And I think right. people are beginning to understand how copywriters are salespeople for you and your business and how as creatives, we can come up with angles and opportunities that weren't present in your business before. Where do I see it going over the next 10 years? I think that people will just value copywriting even more. And I think it's going to be even more important to have good copy for your business because more and more people are starting businesses on the internet. So there's the competition, right? There's competition out there. That said, when you really understand your brand voice, you really understand your voice as a business owner, you have good copy, it's structured, it's succinct, it's creative. You won't need to worry about your competition because your fans will be so loyal to you because you're consistent in your messaging that it will grow exponentially over time. So I think copywriting in general will be perceived as a, a key component it, it already is, but I think even more, especially as people get more established and don't have time to hire or don't have time to write their own copy. I think that's what's going to happen is that more and more copywriting is going to be front and center as an additional expense that you need to really invest in for your business. Right, right. And, and it's, you know, copywriting is going to be a, a very important element in whatever innovation you know, business or entertainment will be in. Yeah. It's it's just there, right? Like what yeah. like what you've said earlier, it's embedded in video, visuals, design, even in hardcore sales. It's there. It may not be, you know, there's no limelight in it. <laughs> you right. guys are at, you guys are <laughs> at the back, but the 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 main concept, you know, the the actual writing that makes everything work i think i may be mistaken but i think copywriting could be considered as the heart mm -hmm. right yeah. because I without agree. it without it i mean what's this there's no point there's no sense there's no sense in a video there's no there is emotion but it's not deep without proper writing the story right right right, right. the story the data and make no mistake going back to my point of copy isn't just sales copy it's not just sales pages it's not just emails it's scripts for video it's like things that people don't really think about as copy it's job security for copywriters so what i always tell my copywriting students is make sure you're thinking about when you're pitching your clients think about all the ways in which you can support them 
in copy beyond emails, beyond sales pages, beyond Facebook ads, right? There's so much more that they need on the back end that you can always think of something that will help them drive their business forward. And I think copywriters are going to start to see, sure, the glitz and glamour is always the like, this sales page made a million dollars, you know, like that's always going to be part of it. And the salesperson to me will always love stuff like that. But a lot of times I'm writing real nuts and bolts copy because I know the customer relationships side of business is most important because it's cheaper to keep a customer than it is to get a new one. So if you're hiring a copywriter, yes, hire them for sales pages, hire them for sales emails. But if you're thinking about your business as a whole, you're also going to be hiring them to write your video scripts. You're going to be hiring them to write your onboarding sequences. You're going to be hiring them to write your one-on-one -on -one sales emails that you then just tinker around with based on your customer. These are also the things they drive business. And these are also the things that copy can help with. I love that you, you know, you touch points about copywriting and its connection to uh, video script. Um, back when I was, uh, I think I was in fourth year college. And then after I graduated, I was writing and, and I'm in a part of a documentary series here in the Philippines. So, you know, that's one side of my passion as an artist and as a, you know, entrepreneur. I, I was part of a team that creates documentaries about different stories. So funny, I am not a good writer. <laughs> Never. <is. laughs> um, my mentor was like, okay, we, we need a story. This is the topic. This is the Okay, John, come here. You write some story. Like, what? How? Use creativity. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so helpful. Yeah. But so, and that's the reason why I agree. You know, um, like what you've said, it's, it's connected to everything. Design, yeah. uh, even in games. You know, games today, uh, it's, there's a, a deep story per game. So, you know, there's a, there's a line script. You're like watching a movie to, to, yeah. to, to explain it right. You're like watching a movie, but you are in control. How cool is that? And you have, like, there are parts in the game that you read the storyline and you decide which, you know, which path the, the antagonist and the protagonist would be based on the storyline so you know there's there's a perfect example of you know narratives copywriting right yeah it's incredible it's everywhere we <laughs> are everywhere <laughs> wow that, that's that's nice and scary <laughs> also time. scary yeah <laughs> <it's> scary <laughs> alicia having said that you know uh now we understand the the role what is copywriting the role the power of it right i'm excited to know and i'm sure our listeners and viewers are excited to learn some tips from you basic tips lisa you know nothing technical um yeah. in a perspective of like my story before i'm not a writer you know i can talk i can talk all day <laughs> yeah yeah but but but, but writing this is different. You know, people, some people can talk, but when you write, woo, that's a whole new different territory. 
spelling, grammar, you know, right? <laughs> right. You know, the, 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 the appropriate choice of words, man, that is something. Now, I am one of those people who are excited to learn basic tips that you will share to us. You know, basic tips on how you can... Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you the, 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 the decision. Just yeah. share, uh, share with us basic tips on copywriting. Mm. All right. Number one, we all have newsletter lists. Or we should, if you don't, get started today, right? Like, just remember. <laughs> so number one, if you are just starting out writing copy, the very first thing that I tell people is grab people's attention with one line. Start with one line. If you can work that line to get people's attention to read what comes next, you've done half the heavy lifting because you've grabbed their attention and now they want to know more. So if you can start with one line to begin a social media post, to get a subject line going, um, anything really, that line is going to be the anchor to then what you say next. And if you really are not feeling confident that you're going to then have to go into a rambling episode of deep copy, right, with, you know, very nuanced calls to action and things like that, permission just to write a short thing, right? So um, my, my good friend, Laura Belgray always says, no one ever got mad for a short email. It's true. Like it is okay. You know, I feel like it's such a good thing to I remember. Love I love yeah, that. I love she's that. Genius. She's genius. <laughs> so that's, that's really what it boils down to is if you can have one thing that's going to grab somebody's attention and then a few bullet points of like why it's important and then a call to action to sign up for your newsletter list or listen to your podcast or whatever you want them to do, that's enough. So start small. I guess that's my very first thing. Start small. Don't feel like you have to be um, going into this huge long thing every single time that you write something. You just want to start small because that's where the practice is. I'll remind us all of my Twitter days. I wasn't writing beyond 140 characters. I was literally writing 140 characters. And there were no like tweet trains that were happening where it was like a lot of tweets about something. There was one. That was all you did. That was the etiquette. So for you out there, dear reader, start practicing your headlines, start practicing your subject lines, and then remind yourself that you can stay, you can start small. Um, my next copywriting tip is practice in your text messages, practice in your DMs, and practice with your friends. Be clever in your stuff. So a text message is a great opportunity to practice your copywriting. My friends roll their eyes at me because they're like, eh, there she goes. Cause I'm always like trying material on them, but it's such a great way for me to really um, practice what grabs people atten people's attention, what keeps them engaged, what gets a fast response, what gets a slow response. I'm paying attention to that in my text messages. I'm paying attention to that in my direct messages. And these are all behind the scenes. So you don't have to have any fear about your copy because these are safe places to be writing copy. So try out your text messages. Be mindful of writing while you're doing your text messages. Don't just fly off with like, great, sounds good. Do something that's longer. Write a little bit longer. 
practice your copy in this way. So that's my second piece of advice because what that translates to is it translates to how you communicate with your customers. It translates to how you communicate in your emails and it, tr it translates to being professional in all areas. So suddenly your, your texts are well thought out. They might not always be funny. They might be informational for your friends and your family and those who are receiving them, but it's gonna start getting you practiced at responding in full sentences, responding thoughtfully, reflecting back to somebody what they have just said to you. This is really going to drive business forward and you're going to get a reputation as being really professional because you have all this practice in communication. So copy as communication drives professionalism in your business. So I want people to remember that. Wow. <laughs> last one, last one. I, I know those, last, those one. last one, last one. Last I just one. Can't, you know, just ignore me. I just can't contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just excited. You're excited. It's it's a little bit different. It's my a little bit. It's the Alicia Morelli little bit different approach to copywriting magic. Okay. So number three is make sure that you are paying attention to the boring stuff in your business. This is not. This is not fancy. Very interesting, Alicia. Very very interesting. Okay. Continue. Boring. <laughs> Be boring, pay attention to the boring. The, what is the boring? The boring is your onboarding sequences. The boring is your emails asking for testimonials. The testimonials aren't boring, but asking for them is. Um, the boring is making sure that your onboarding sequences for your webinar are working. Your thank you pages are good. Your landing pages are thoughtful. This is the stuff I believe that actually creates a more solid foundation for your business ongoing. Sales pages will get people in the door, but the rest of it will build your reputation. And if you have a business where it's a product or service, you know that reputation can be made over years, but it can be taken away in one instance. And I want you to pay attention to the boring stuff because that copy is going to solidify your professional reputation. It's gonna build customer relationships. And even though it's boring and you think it's not very useful, it actually is. There's the heart of your business. Ooh, there it is. Thrown <laughs> <laughs> <Row> down. <laughs> Put the mic down, boom. Drop the mic, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's like knowledge bomb after, you know, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Licia. I've learned a lot and I'm sure our viewers and our listeners are, you know, they're, they're so full of learning from you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Now, now, Licia, we are in the part of the show that we will play a game. All right. So the goal of this part is, yes, Licia is, you know, a top dog, copywriter, very successful businessman, businesswoman, but she is also a human being. She smiles. She acts silly. Sometimes she doesn't know what to say. This is the part of the show that we highlight us as normal. <laughs> so Amazing. Speaking. I love this. I love this. The title of the game is The Creative Fast Talk. How we play it, I will be asking you random questions and you are not allowed to spend much time thinking of what the right answer is. The first word that pops into your mind, shoot. All right? Okay, got it. Ready, ready, 
Ready. Okay. Question number one. Favorite color? Navy blue. Passenger or driver? Driver. Hot or cold? Ugh. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, cold. Cold. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Next. The beaches or the mountains? The beaches. Mm, welcome to the Philippines, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be visiting. Right, right. Books or movies? Books. All right. So since you answered that, there's a follow-up question, okay? What are your top three books of all time? Mm. So um, I think most people would go like, let me show my literary prowess here, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not going to um, because that wouldn't be real. Right, <laughs> um, right, right, so right. I have to tell you, one of my favorite books of all time is The Time Traveler's Wife. I Ooh. love that book. Mm, love that mm. book. I've read it like multiple times. Mm. Um, I also just recently read J Daisy Jones and the Six. And I really liked that one. So that might be a top favorite of mine as well. One more. And then one more, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. I was introduced oh. to that book in college and it's just been a very helpful tool for me. Wow. All right. Yeah. Next question. A weird one. Soap, soap or toothbrush? Soap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What is the weirdest food you ever tried? I think tripe. I I tried tripe once and it was an experience. I don't know that I'll do it again, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. If you are an animal, what animal would you be and why? The bear. Okay, and the bear, I would, why? Well, I would be the bear because who doesn't love a long nap during winter and eating everything in sight in order to prepare for that? Well, that might be pleasant <laughs> as a bear, but, you know, as, as a prey, <laughs> you know, that, that's, not, that's not nice. You know, no, a bear is, is very big and strong. And although, yes, it's cuddly, if you will survive no. the claws. If and, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think too, I like a bear because they're so, you know, family oriented and protective and, you know, right, they do right. those things. They climb trees. You know. they, they love honey. Do they love honey? I think they do. I, I'm, and I'm, salmon. I'm thinking of Winnie the Pooh. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be All a right. Winnie the Pooh bear. Yeah, he's still a bear. Yeah. Still <laughs> Next, <laughs> your dream superpower and why? Mm, my dream superpower would be to be invisible. Mm, okay. And Why? I'd like to be invisible because I would like to like hear what people are saying and like know all the things that are happening in secret rooms and things like that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Like a spy. I'd like right, to be a spy. right, right. Okay. Um, next question. What is something that is always in your bag when you were a kid? Always in my bag when I was a kid. Oh, it was my silky. It was, was called a silky. It was my little blanket. It was my oh, security blanket. So yeah. when I was little, I couldn't go anywhere without it. Right, right, I mean, right. I think about it now and it was probably disgusting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. But okay. it was always with me. It was always with me. The name is Silky. Silky. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that was my early years of copywriting, Jim. 
it was silky material, so I called it silky. Creative. Always be direct. Always yeah. be direct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. It's a trademark here in the Creative Talk podcast. It may be serious or it could be funny. It depends on how you will take this question. All right. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? It may be anyone or a historical figure, politician, national hero, family member, or friend. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Well, I would say right now it would be Marilyn Monroe because I want some answers. I'm listening to the Killing Marilyn Monroe podcast and I am fascinated because I think there was like a lot of cover up and she had a lot of secrets. And I think nowadays she would have been able to express all that was going on and she would have like revealed a lot of things that people high up wouldn't want revealed. And I want to know what those things are. Mm, you mentioned <laughs> that. You mentioned that. Follow up question. So she's back from the dead, but you can only ask her one question. What would that be? Who killed you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think she knows? I think she does. I think right. she 100% knows what went down and she was totally aware of it. Mm. Okay. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. Yeah, me too. But I, 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 lo I love, you know, the character. My, I love her. I love her. The, the yeah, pop culture character that, you know, depicts her. I know there's mm -hmm. a lot beyond that, but perfect choice. Yeah. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you so much <laughs> for being such a wonderful, wonderful human being. Thank you for, you know, just giving us insights your opinions, your perspective, your learning, acting silly. Thank you so much. I know you have a lot of um, releases, projects, social media accounts. If you have online events or any, any projects you want to promote, feel free, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Jan. This is amazing. I have had so much fun and I can't wait to hear this episode when it comes out. It's gonna be so much fun to listen to. So one thing I tell people is sign up for my newsletter list. That's where everything happens. I love social, but I really love emails. And so I want more people to sign up for my newsletter list. And they can do that over at liciamorellywriter.com forward slash newsletter. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at liciamorelli. There you go, guys. Please connect with Licia. She will guide you for you to get that success in your journey. All right, guys, this is another wonderful episode. I am so full of learning, really. I am so amazed. I am satisfied. I can sleep soundly, peacefully now. <laughs> and then analyze everything tomorrow. It's like, I didn't ask her this. <laughs> wow. But uh, Lisa, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed having a good conversation with you. The learnings that you shared, they are treasures. They are full of value. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you right. so much. Guys, this is the Creative Talk Podcast. Find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iTunes. We are everywhere. Like copywriting. We are everywhere also. So please. <laughs> Look us up. <laughs> this is John Santos with our very own special guest, Licia Morelli. 
saying have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless you. Bye. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.